Yeah, it is that time of the week for a Fransky Friday here on the Midday Show. The Scott Fransky call Scott. brought to you by Morgan and Morgan. Morgan and Morgan, America's largest injury law firm. How are you doing today, Scott? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Pretty good, pretty good. So never doubt that we would be in this situation, huh, Scott? We always knew never, it was going to be doubt. I know you never doubted us. I right? never. I've I, I never doubted you. I just didn't like, we didn't like the way that we got here. <laughs> but we, I believed in you from the beginning. So, Scott, <laughs> I, I know we can't talk about the refs per se, but but what was your thought when you saw that that Bryce Harper get get ejected from the game like that? What do you mean we can't talk about it? Yeah, let's terrible. talk about Angel Hernandez. He stinks. <laughs> wait a These clowns. Wait, wait a minute. What did you just say? I missed that. I said he's terrible. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, look, everybody makes a bad call, but I mean, he's just consistently uh, like human humans make mistakes. I make you know mistakes all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but I mean, he has consistently proven himself as as you know the way bottom end of the league in terms of. I mean, there are guys, there are guys who are really good at this, right? Mm-hmm. And he's not one of them. Um, and I, you know, I don't know. Obviously, he's got a lot of you know, a lot of baggage. Everybody knows his name because of these calls, and um, and players know all about him because of these calls and and um that's probably why you know to some extent why harper you know i don't know if he has the same you know reaction that that he that he had last night if it's a different umpire you know what i mean but but his his work precedes him and and people know what to expect and what they're going to get and um it was just a bad bad call wasn't even close wasn't even borderline. It wasn't. I mean, I was floored when I saw I saw what happened there, and I was surprised at Bryce's reaction. So Scott started next week. We have ourselves a red October for the second straight season. We don't know who the Phillies are going to play, though. That that will be determined. You know, I, I guess between now, I was going to say this weekend, but this Marlins Mets thing could could take it to Monday. I, I would think by Sunday we would know, or Saturday we would know. Um, it's looking like Arizona, Scott. If that is the matchup, what's your thoughts on it? Arizona is an interesting team in that. They had a great start to the year. They fell off considerably in July, but then they kind of outlasted everyone or are close to outlasting everyone in this wild card race. Yeah, I mean, they're a good team. They have great young talent. Um, they're fast. Uh, they're athletic. Um, they, they can score runs. I, I mean, um, you know, they got a couple of pitchers at the front of their rotation. You know, I don't know what they're going to need to use this weekend to get in, um, but that, that'll have, a, have an effect. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, the thing that you just, it's a short series. I mean, it's, you can lose two out of three in a heartbeat, right. In, in the game of baseball and, um, any, it truly anything can happen in a short series. So, uh, I, you know, you think back to last year, the Phillies were the number six seed. They were the, they were the underdog and, um, uh, it looked for most of that first game, like they, you know, we're going to. We're going to bow out, but they, they had that big ninth inning. And, you know, if they don't have that big ninth inning in game one, what happens in game two? Who knows? Um, but a short series, you just – it's hard to predict. It really, really is. So, um, starts with starting pitching. And, um, you know, the Phillies will be lined up. They'll be rested, and they'll be ready to go. So, Scott, what is your thought on emotional support animals and the fact <laughs> that somebody tried to get an alligator actual, into the actual ballpark? Um. Uh, let's see. Um, emotional support animals, that's fine. Um, you know, people need what they need, I guess. I don't know. I, uh, you know, 
it's not my thing, <laughs> but um, who am I to say that an alligator can't bring somebody? Some you, you, you know what, Scott? So you're pro gator. I'm, wow. I'm a little disappointed, Scott, because you were so much stronger on the ref than you were on this whole alligator thing. I'm well, just, I'm just saying. I, I, I think the the case of Angel Hernandez is pretty black and white. I, mean, <laughs> I think the empirical evidence is there that that, that this is. You know, this is a long-running problem. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know how. First of all, I, the whole thing about having the alligator walking around on a leash—that's just unbelievable. I mean, I, I don't even, I can't even. You can't even wrap your mind around that, huh? No, no. <laughs> and I, I mean, I don't know. I, what happens when the alligator gets big? I mean, big and hungry. You know, it's like these people want to have a tiger or something. What are they doing? I, I, you know, I don't know. I don't. I don't get it. I, especially when you talk about all these alligator attacks that's going on in Florida right now. I, I don't understand. You guys they're have animals. you've you've created a, a question in my head when you throw it to the audience. Now, game one next week. What would you rather in Citizens Bank Park? An alligator on a leash or Angel Hernandez umpiring? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the gator. I think I would I would take my chance with the gator, Scott. Uh. Yeah, I guess. Did the gator have like a muzzle on it or something? We were not sure. He better. Otherwise, I don't know how you could even try to get that thing in the game. So I'm not yeah. sure on that. Scott, there's not much this weekend in terms of the roster that really is, is pressing. You know, we, we know for the most part who's going to be there. They have their starters lined up. If there's one thing that we're all watching for this weekend, it's, it's how much more we see Orion pitch. And I think he's already on this postseason roster, at least the wild card round. But the question in my mind is now, how quickly is he moving up the list of trusted relievers, and are we going to see him next week in a leverage spot? I think, uh, well, they definitely want to see him again. Um, I do think he's on the roster. I do. I, I, I mean, I just feel it. I think that they feel like he's one of their, you know, 12 or 13 best pitchers. So he's going to be on the roster. Um, wasn't as crisp his second time out as the first time. Um, but, uh, you know, they 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 do love his makeup um you know he's not um he he could show up in a leverage spot but he's not a guy that's going to pitch back-to-back days um so you're not going to say ride him the way you would maybe some other guys veteran guys who've done it before um but they'll use him I, i mean i do think rob thompson will use him um you know and how he reacts you know certainly helps that it'll be at home um, in that atmosphere, um, you know, as opposed to being in a hostile environment. So, you know, if it is a leverage spot and, and the Phillies need a big out, but yeah, I, th- I think they're, I do think they want to see him again, but I do think they're willing to use him in a big spot. Scott, what's your uh, feeling on, on the Reese Hoskins situation? I know they have to likely make the World Series before this even becomes a reality, but Rob Thompson, every time he's asked about it, he seems like this could happen. And then if we get there, there's obviously decisions they have to make. You know, he'd only be a DH or a pinch hitter. They would have to put Schwarber back in the field to really kind of make that work if he's the DH. If he's healthy and they're in the World Series, do you expect Reese Hoskins to be on the World Series roster? Uh, if he's healthy and they're in the World Series, I would think he will be. Um, that's just my opinion. Uh, um if he's healthy and somehow shows that he's, you know, got timing and, and can get his swing off, um, I just think he's a valuable bat. And uh, I realize the limitations it, it creates for a manager, but 
this is not a manager who, who you know, in terms of – because if you use him as a pinch hitter, it's a two-for-one move, right? It's a two-player move because you got to get then somebody in the game to, to replace him, def- you know, to, to fill that spot defensively. Mm-hmm. Um, so – but in that regard, I, you know, I mean, the, who, how much of the bench are they really going to use, right? Um not much. They don't use much of it now. I mean, I think we all know, you know, take Reese out of the equation. Uh, equation. I think we all know who the nine starters are for for pretty much every game. There might be a tiny little wrinkle based on left or right uh, starting pitcher, but um, but yeah, I mean, they'll they'll say that there are matchups that they will. You know, what if you get a a, a, a club that's got a ton of left-handed relievers, right, and I don't know. You're in a big spot for Brandon Marsh or somebody, you know, late in the game. Would you want Reese coming off the bench, hitting right-handed against a lefty? I would. Yeah, and I, yeah. I would just and Scott, the, I'm. I don't know if you've thought about it yet. If we're still a while away from that really being a possibility, but I, if he stepped up to the plate, either starting a game or as a pinch hitter at Citizens Bank Park in the World Series, it would be just an incredible bananas. moment. People would go bananas. Yeah, they would. I, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. And I mean. When you when you analyze the bench and you, and you look at who are the right handed right handed bats on the bench right now, I mean, in that spot, a one for one move is to use Christian Pache, a two for one move is to have Reese hit and then Pache play left, right? So that's that's I think the way they look at that that kind of thing, um, and I think everybody would agree that they would they would you know if if he shows anything at all that that he's got a little bit of timing, I, I think. Most people would be in favor of the idea of Reese taking that at bat in that spot. I agree, Scott. It will be fun if it plays out. And Scott, next time we talk, I hope we are getting ready to preview Game One against the Braves next weekend. So enjoy this weekend, and we'll be listening Tuesday, Wednesday, maybe Thursday, and hopefully next Friday we talk and we're getting ready for the uh, LDS here. All right, all right, sounds good, guys. There he goes, Scott Fransky, the voice of the Phillies, joining us every Friday for a Fransky Friday. 215-592-9494. All your Eagles calls coming up next. Are you expecting a blowout? We'll get the conversation revved up here. I am. I'm expecting the Eagles to blow the doors off the Commanders on Sunday. Hugh not feeling the blowout but thinks they win the game. Where are you? Are you expecting a blowout? Yes or no? 215-592-9494. Get on the record with your prediction. Plus, what are they saying down in D.C. about this game? We'll eavesdrop on our sister station. Howard down. is an ass. Well, they, they say <laughs> that a lot. That's for sure. 215-592-9494. Get your board. Midday show. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Snap attacks this NFL season with FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 of bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 of bonus bets win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 94 WIP. I really like the FanDuel app. The app is so easy to use, and there's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Visit FanDuel.com slash G-I-G-L-I-O. Kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL.